Most people are aware of their own financial balance sheet. As soon as we buy our first car or house, we become aware of it. If you're of a certain personality type, you may track it quite a bit. But I'd submit to you that we're also unconsciously aware of another balance sheet. And this one is sometimes tricky to measure and even harder to manage. Sometimes we often find it hard to put into words, but it's real nonetheless. I call this our intangible balance sheet. What I mean by this are those life principles, experiences, memories, and stories that given any amount of money, we wouldn't trade. They're the memories that bring tears of joy to our faces because we simply can't imagine life without them. We feel fortunate to have had them. It could be our first jobs, proposals, wedding days, births, struggles, anxieties or fears, and maybe even some hindsight. It's all those things that melt into a memory, that bring a distant stare to our face and maybe even a smile. We feel lucky to have had them because they're what has made us us. So that's what I'm talking about when I talk about the intangible balance sheet. It's those moments in life that may be financially irrational, but which are indispensable parts of who we are. So these episodes are focused on the stories that bring us joy, happiness, fulfillment, and ultimately may hold necessary keys that will direct the future for our family, friends, and maybe even neighbors. So listen in with us as we discover some of those stories that are meaningful to our guests, and maybe you'll even uncover hidden value on your own intangible balance sheet. Welcome to the Wisdom and Wealth podcast, and more specifically, this week's Intangible Balance Sheet episode. Today, I want to focus on the topic of initiative. You see, I believe it's something that is definitely on my own balance sheet, and really, every American's balance sheet when you get right down to it. From a very early age, I can remember my dad telling me to think ahead. What my father meant by this was... He wanted me to show initiative. He didn't want me to sit on my hands and wait for him to tell me what needed to be done next. He wanted me to think forward, plan ahead, and meet his intent. To this day, I'm bothered by someone not seeing the logical next step. It's, it's almost uh, a knee-jerk reaction. I get aggravated. So you can imagine uh, my elation when in the military, initiative was not only rewarded, but celebrated. Uh, as infantry officers, we were reminded that what separated us from the rest of the world was our ability to take broad guidance and make initiative-informed decisions. Several different micro-decisions uh, could be accomplished just with broad guidance being given. This maybe was best encapsulated by the quote attributed to General Patton when he said, never tell people how to do things, rather tell them what to do, and they'll surprise you with their ingenuity. So as a young infantry lieutenant, I was haunted by the idea that my men might not know what to do or might not have the resources necessary to carry out what they needed uh, and what needed to be done. So you, know, you can imagine this leads to near obsessive compulsive training competition in every imaginable area of life and even more agonizing over lists, preparation and planning. Even still, if I'm being honest, the Lord was very kind to us a time or two, despite all of that. But all of this was so uh, because I didn't want to get in the way of my men's initiative or their free spirit. I don't think I fully 
ever thought this through what a competitive advantage this was until I trained with the officers of other foreign countries' militaries. Yes, there were obvious cultural differences, but the most glaring was that unless these men were told what to do in high-pressure circumstances, they might not take action. They waited for instruction sometimes, and it was painful to witness. I can still remember to this day our commanding officers nearly beating into us and the for- that we should force those around us to make a decision, any decision, just move forward. We weren't allowed to tolerate anyone else that didn't force that type of activity amongst their men. So I want to talk a little bit more about where I think this, this spirit comes from, this spirit of initiative and this, this idea of thinking ahead. I think it comes from the necessity of our founding. We are by definition a frontier people. <laughs> we are a people of immigrants who in order to survive had to think ahead, innovate, and build just for basic survival. You combine this with one of the most free market economies the world has ever seen that rewarded that initiative, and the results are staggering. For the first time in history, it didn't matter who your parents were. It didn't matter where you were from. What mattered most was your ability to create, innovate, and build. This entrepreneurial spirit and the promise of being able to become what you wanted to pursue happiness, i.e., and via your own personal initiative is what still draws people the world over to our nation to this day. Our nation, frankly, has lost track of the number of people who moved here and within gener- within a generation or less are not just financially stable, but are thriving and are orders of magnitude more wealthy and more prosperous than they ever dreamt possible. All of this, I would argue, is because of something on their intangible balance sheet called initiative. So yes, initiative is not just woven into our DNA. It's a part of who we are. It's a piece of who we are. It's what Ronald Reagan was referring to when he spoke of the moral courage of free men and women being the most formidable weapon in the world. So within my household, yes, my kids may grow tired of seeking instruction while they're completing a task and me coming back with just make a decision. But I hope that someday they look back and they smile because of the initiative that those processes help them develop. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you again for joining us for this week's conversation. We trust that your time has left you both enriched and inspired to better invest your own intangible balance sheet. As always, we wish you and your family continued truth, beauty, and goodness on the road ahead. The opinions voiced in the Wisdom and Wealth podcast with Josh Clues are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Guests are not affiliated with Carson Wealth Management LLC. To determine what may be appropriate for you, please consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advisory services are offered through CWM LLC and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Our address locally is 1780 Hughes Landing Boulevard, Suite 570, The Woodlands, Texas 77380.